Well, good Wednesday morning, everybody. It is the 14th of July, and my title today is Why I Trust the Bible as My Recovery Guide. And it goes along with boot camp day number 24. So, sometimes the journey we are on can seem like we're on a small boat in the middle of a stormy ocean battling high winds and huge waves. All of that is the result of things from our past that are haunting us and the consequences in which we're living, or an overwhelming fear of the future causing anxiety and depression. I recently read an article that made this statement, quote, In 2010, the psychologists Matthew Killingsworth and Daniel Gilbert published a study in which they used an iPhone app to ask volunteers at random points throughout the day what they were doing, what they were thinking, and how happy they were. The researchers found that in about half of their samples, people's minds were wandering, often remembering the past or contemplating the future. These periods were, on average, less pleasant than the ones spent being in the moment. Thoughts of the future were often associated with anxiety and dread, and thoughts of the past can be colored by regret, embarrassment, and shame. That hit me right between the eyes. When I read that thought, I think it pretty much sums up my thinking. And living in the context of what is happening in America right now, uh, politically, only is throwing gasoline onto the flames. It seems to me that journalistic integrity seems far less important than having a short idea that grabs your attention so that they can feed you the news they want you to believe, whether it's true or not. Remember this, that what you are often feeling is normally a result of the information you're learning. Your senses are inputting data into your brain, and if you believe that information is true, then you will have a positive reaction or a negative reaction, depending on who you are and what you want to have happen. And based on what I have been hearing since November of 2020, when the Associated Press announced that Joe Biden had won the election with an electoral vote count of 264, there certainly has been unrest on the validity and the reliability of the election. And the beat goes on. You know, the backdrop of the whole fake news mantra makes me trust all news agencies less and calls me to be a student of the facts and make my own conclusions, which is why I rejoice in the reliability that there is the good news that is inspired by God, and I can put my trust in what I'm reading in my Bible. Yes, that's the book for me. 
I stand alone on the Word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. Notice what Peter writes about how God made sure that we had his words in writing from 2 Peter chapter 1. Peter writes, quote, Above all things, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation of things. For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. And what this passage is telling us is that we can have assurance that the Scriptures, written by men over a period of 1,500 years, was exactly what God wanted us to have because the authors were being, quote, carried along by the Holy Spirit. So what we are reading in the Bible is not the fake news, it's the good news. And as men were writing down these actual stories and information, beginning with Moses in Genesis all the way through the Apostle John at the end of Revelations, they were all being carried along by the Holy Spirit. The word carried along means for someone or something to affect what is happening. It is in the present tense when Peter writes it. So it is referring to an ongoing thing that the Spirit was doing. Moses did not just sit down one day and think, you know what, I think I'm going to write the history of the world from the beginning of creation up until my time. No. He did that, but he was influenced, moved, carried along by the Spirit to do that even down to the very words he used, which were the words given to him by the Spirit. It is a word that describes the effect, this being carried along, uh, and is used like what the wind does to a boat. The boat goes in the direction that the wind is blowing, and so we have the assurance that the Bible's writings are be, were being overseen by the Holy Spirit so that we can have assurance that the words that we have are the ones God wants us to have. Now, why is that so important for us in our recovery? Because while working on our recovery from sexual brokenness, one of the most important things we need to know is the truth. We are constantly being told lies by our culture, especially in the area of sexual relationships and pornography. You know, like, oh, it's not a big deal. Everybody does it. Lies. God makes it abundantly clear that all sexual immorality is sinful and it damages us. Even Jesus himself tells us that thinking lustful thoughts is the same as committing adultery. But far more important for the Bible to be telling us what we should not do more importantly, it tells us the truth about what we should do and what we should know. 
we should all be very thankful that we have the Bible available to almost the whole world, although there are some parts that don't allow the Bible, and that we can read it with confidence that those who wrote it down and then those who translated it from the Hebrew and Greek into our own language did so very carefully, and almost always it was done with a team of experts working together. You see, the problem we have is when it comes to interpreting what the passage or the meaning of a passage is all about. See, the problem we have is when it comes to interpreting what the meaning of a passage is all about. The words themselves are from the Spirit, but the knowledge of what it is saying can often be open to debate. And just because someone is standing behind a pulpit pontificating on the meaning of a passage does not mean they have the correct interpretation of the message that God has given us. So I would strongly encourage you to become a student of the Bible. Almost any passage you might be confused by, you can find a good explanation of that passage by biblical scholars who have extracted the meaning according to the context in which it was written and following the rules of grammar for the language in which it was written. And all that can be found online. But be careful of those who are posting bad information. Are they scholars that can be trusted, or are they people trying to teach you things that aren't true? Listen, my friends, read the Word, trust the Word, learn the Word, and obey the Word. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. Hope you have a great day in the Lord. And we will talk again tomorrow. Take care and goodbye.